It is Monday, April 1st, 2012. This is U62 the Targ. Happy birthday, Kenton! As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we talk about trains, we say goodbye to the penny, and we reflect on books. It's episode 5.19, A Lazy Saturday. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I should say good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here coming at you with this week's episode of The Targ. Ah, yes, such a wonderful, lazy Saturday morning. Normally, I record the podcast on Friday afternoons, but, you know, Friday I got busy doing other stuff. You know, life got in the way. Well, actually, my day job got in the way. But here I am with one of those rare and special treats, an honest-to-gosh Saturday with nothing to do. So I just kind of slept in. Yeah, this is how sleep-deprived I am. Because of the day job, I'm usually programmed to be up by 4 a.m., even on weekends. Weekends, I can usually sleep in till 5 or 6. But today, slept in all the way until 8 a.m. That's how sleep-deprived I am. But here I am now on the lazy Saturday morning, just getting up, chilling out, looking around. And you know what's neat? I was flipping around on TV, and I came across this documentary on trains. That's one of my secret shames, you know. I love trains. Well, it's not so much a secret shame. I love it. I'm obsessed with trains. I don't know why being obsessed with trains has become one of those symbols of geek culture. Uh, Probably because the popular images, the guy alone in his parents' basement playing with a model train set. I've joked in the past that's going to be my midlife crisis thing. I never had a model train set when I was growing up. So you just know when the uh, midlife crisis set, bam, I'm going to run out and buy one. My sister already offered me hers, but thing is I have such a small cramped place I have no idea where I'd set it up. But anyway, back to the documentary I was talking on TV. Uh, They were talking about uh, famous trains, famous passenger trains. And they were talking about perhaps the most famous Canadian passenger train of all, the Canadian. Yes, our famous passenger train is called the Canadian. As the one critic said, you can tell it sounds like those names were dreamed up by the government. But yeah, I remember the original Canadian. Do you remember the original Canadian? It ran from Montreal to Vancouver, and it ran along the CP line. So that means the southern part of the prairies, it went through uh, Regina and um, Calgary, through Banff, all the way to Vancouver. The government actually shut that down about 20, 25 years ago through a round of government cutbacks. I remember seeing it on the news. There were mass protests, people blockading the tracks, and yeah, one of the greatest passenger rail lines in the world no longer has a passenger rail train running on it. 
But Mark, you're probably saying, what about uh, the VIA website? I go there and I see I can ride the Canadian. Yeah, well, that Canadian, that runs along the northern route, the CN route. Uh, that goes through uh, Regina and Edmonton and Jasper and that way. Uh, back in the day, that was run by a train called the Super Continental, which has been renamed and runs another line now. So yeah, if passenger rail ever takes off, it sure would be great to bring back the original true Canadian. Because I would sure love to ride it someday. Let's get to some music now, shall we? Here's Boomtang Boys on the card.
Boomtang Boys with Squeeze Toy here on U62 The Targ. Good afternoon, Mark Cap is still here with you. And of course, the big news this past week was the passing of the federal budget. And lots of people were shocked by one of the announcements to come out of the budget. And that is the federal government is doing away with the penny, the one cent piece, the copper, the maple leaf. No longer will it be filling your pants pockets. You know, there are several lobby groups they've been uh, pushing for this for quite a few years, actually. They say no one uses pennies anymore, they're inconvenient to have around, and the big thing is, they're just too darn expensive. According to the numbers that were released, even though a penny itself is only worth one cent, it costs one and a half cents to make a penny. So now some people are shocked by this, but uh, we're not the only guys who are doing this. As from what I gather, 20 countries around the world have gotten rid of their penny. The one I'm most familiar with is New Zealand and Australia. And apparently it's uh, going to work like this. If you pay by debit card or credit card, you still pay full price, the 937 or whatever it comes to at the cashier. But if you pay by cash, then it automatically gets rounded to the nearest nickel. So then the question is, how much longer until we get rid of the nickel? You know, I was seeing the 6 o'clock news when this news came out. They started talking to bar owners in Edmonton and stuff like that. And lots of bar owners were saying, Well, you know what? We've refused to take pennies for many years now. We round all our prices to the nearest quarter. So now that the penny's gone, the nickel and the dime will soon be gone as well. And oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Uh, but yeah, I'm going to miss the penny. Did, did I ever tell you my favorite memory of the penny? This is my most distinct memory of a penny. Going back to the 1980s when I was but a boy. My 10th birthday. My grandparents gave me $20. First time in my life I'd ever held a $20 bill. It was more money than I'd ever seen. And instantly I knew right away what I was going to do with that money. I was finally going to get Soundwave. My favorite transformer. Luckily, my birthday comes in the middle of summer vacation, so the next day, with nothing better to do, my dad took me into the city. We went straight to Toy City, which was the big, big box toy store in Edmonton before Toys R Us moved to town in the early 90s. I marched straight to the Transformers aisle, and there, sitting for me, was Soundwave. Very easy to find. It was fated to be. And the retail price on Soundwave? $19.99. So I went to the clerk, I put Soundwave on the counter, I gave him the $20 bill, and that clerk said, and here's your change, and my change was exactly one penny. So let's be honest, children will forever be deprived of classic memories like that. But yeah, perhaps the time of the penny has gone, so yeah, I will say goodbye, and I guess from now on, I'm throwing nickels into wishing wells. Mark Yappas! It's like he channels dead crazy people. U62, the dark. The politics of nations got me down. Geography and policy have run me out of town. Seems like worldly things have come between us now. But I've got the will, if there's a way, I'll get to you somehow. Oh, my father, Sheree. I really wanna see ya Oh my ball I should break Hang on because I'm on my way She is my lover From the heart of Africa 
I'm a ball of charade here on U62 The Targ. Yes, this entire episode's playlist comes straight from YTV's Big Fun Party Mix circa 1997. Good morning, Mark Cap is still here with you. You know, I feel so guilty this morning. This is my first Saturday off in a very long time, and I've accomplished absolutely nothing except, you know, sitting down to a tape recorder and recording this. Yeah, I still refer to this fancy digital audit this digital audio editing stuff as being a tape recorder. That's something that really baffles people when I record an interview in my day job and stuff like that. But I'm getting off on a tangent now. You know, since I have nothing to do, I think maybe I should sit down and read. I think I mentioned this on my blog. Right now I'm in the middle of reading The Last Unicorn by Peter S. Beagle. Uh, They say it's one of the most definitive fantasy novels of the past 50 years. I've always loved the movie, but I've never read the book. So when I saw the book on special in chapters a couple weeks ago, I'm like, Dude, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to read it. And so far, very good book, very close to the movie, and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Sadly, I don't read as much as I should. I know I should read because there are so many amazing novels out there. The last time in my life that I was truly an avid reader was my time in Japan. Because they warn you, ooh, you know, English language entertainment is so hard to come by, we recommend you bring along a lot of English language books. 
So about a month before I went to Japan, I went to Chapters and I binge-bought a whole bunch of books. I finally got The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the entire five-book set, because many, many, many friends had long recommended that to me. Uh, let's see, I got Timeline by Michael Crichton. Uh, again, I was reading online, it was going to be turned into a movie. sounded like an amazing movie, so I got the book. It was an amazing book. I've yet to see the movie, because from what I gather, the movie is a piece of shit. I always loved 1984 and my totalitarian state story, so I also got um, Fahrenheit 451, Brave New World, and for my Canadian content, The Handmaiden's Tale. Handmaiden's Tale blew my freaking mind. That is such an awesome book. And also, going back to where one of my favorite beloved childhood franchises began, I got MASH, the original novel. You know, the TV series was such a hit, people forget it was based on a movie. And the movie was such a hit that people forget it was based on a book. Now, out of all those books, I really think I should reread MASH someday, because that was a very good book. But also, with uh, the big movie version of The Hobbit coming this Christmas, I think I should finally sit down and reread The Hobbit. Read that when I was a kid, loved it when I was a kid, but I haven't read it since junior high. So I think I'd like to read it again and get it all fresh in my mind before the movie comes out. And maybe then I can finally build up a running head of steam so I can go in and read Lord of the Rings. I love The Hobbit, but I've never been able to get through Lord of the Rings. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast in the past. I'm sorry, compared to The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings is so freaking boring. I only make it about halfway through Fellowship of the Ring before I say... I can't take this anymore. There's just so much exposition. I tell you, rather than telling the story of uh, Frodo and the Fellowship, Tolkien just gets so wrapped up in telling histories of all these wars that happened a long time ago. And I tell you, one of the most boring things you can read in a book is not history itself, but people talking about history. That's Lord of the Rings. You're not reading about history. You're reading about people talking about history. Yeah, that's... ah. But who knows? Hopefully 2012 will be the year where I finally get to sit down and read a lot more. But you know what? I'm about rambled out here, so I think I'll bring this to an end. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Let's go home!